2: I'm Billy, and you book a match with me—that's right, Killings. Look at me—I'm a total package. I will rip him apart. I'm
0: pissed now. Where to? Stephanie? <laughs> Wrestle Roasts on ad-free shows and ATC.
1: Welcome everyone to Wrestle Roasts, uh, the show where we apparently don't do roasts anymore, but we still call it Wrestle Roasts. Uh, I'm your host, Robert Carplus, and the whole gang's here. Uh, we got Dan, we got Scott. I'm
0: returned. I've returned after a week-long absence.
1: Yes, they, I, we told you guys that it was going to be a tough week away with Dan in St. <laughs> Louis doing radio, but here he is. We got Mike here, we got Scott here, and uh, we got a depleted WWE roster to talk yeah. about. But- and
3: I, I, Robert, I want to say I think it's okay for us to call the show Wrestle Roast without Roast. If they could call it Collision, even though the guy who was colliding into everyone
0: is gone that's true <laughs> hey i want to just start out by saying i'll be at the fairfield comedy club this saturday night at 7 p.m folks headlining Jesus christ he's back and he's very so horrible i'm yes. sorry go see that's, dan uh... it, it's not all altruistic the reason that i'm here tickets are yeah. moving slowly go
3: see dan the saddest thing happening in
0: connecticut this week <laughs> <laughs> imagine like they released those guys and they gave him a ticket to my show in fairfield it's all right shanky
1: they've already had a rough don't worry
0: dan's dan's tickets are affordable they cost bottom dollar
1: (laughs) (laughs) oh man Uh, damn straight yeah so we've got uh we've got the releases we're gonna talk about we'll talk about wwe uh smackdown moving to usa we're gonna talk about dynamite or dud from from grand slam uh, but you know, we got the whole panel here first. Let's check, t- Scott. When, when uh, we last recorded, you found out right before pushing record that you had COVID. So people want to know, you feeling better?
2: Um, he still got it.
1: <laughs> uh, yeah, fantastic. I still got it, but
2: I feel I feel a whole lot better. Good. <clears throat> Sorry, I got to clear my throat. On As that you're one, fucking
1: but... slowly dying. And I appreciate uh, you I not going
2: to Grand
3: Slam and possibly getting the five other people there sick.
2: <laughs> yeah, dude, all you have to do is on the camera side, right?
3: <laughs> yeah. What are you saying, Dan?
0: There was a there, the, you know, they bumped it up. It was eleven thousand at gates, so it actually did pretty well. I stand corrected. Right. Because TonyCon's nice. so never wrong about yeah.
3: They started at twenty. Last year was thirteen and now they're at eleven. Well, I was at the Eagles, so I don't know.
0: <laughs>
3: Where it's starts at 55 then gets to 65 and then uh, is dead
0: i will say
2: yeah, it's a real I benjamin was, button promotion i
0: i was a af- i was way more afraid for my life at the eagles concert than i ever was at AEW.
1: why were you afraid for your life at the eagles concert
0: i wasn't afraid for my life, but i was afraid of their lives it's all these like literally like 60 or 70 year olds like chugging fucking champagne on the on the escalator and and trying to wobble downstairs and it's uh you know, man, it's just... Uh, but enough about you know, Jericho. Yeah, that's like, a concert like where what, you can check in, but you never leave. It's what <laughs> happens before a lemon party is an Eagles concert,
3: folks. If it's one thing Dan has never done in his life, it's taking it easy.
0: No, that's true.
1: That's true. Oh, uh, man. Uh, also,
0: uh, that's enough Eagles
1: puns for you. Yeah. Oh, man, So the, the some of the releases still coming in. I will say this. We're very appreciative of the fine folks at TKO and Tony Khan for doing these releases before we recorded by not completely I mean, making Nick our Khan. show. Re- Nick, who did if, I thank?
0: You thank Tony. Tony Khan. Oh
1: Jesus, sorry. No, we'll get you to piece you later, of shit. Tony. Look, I'm just happy Tony Khan did the little Danny Garcia dance. Like the bullying of him is <laughs> is top notch. Um,
3: I mean, but- Nick Khan did say he got rid of all these people because he was afraid for his life.
1: <laughs> uh, yeah, so let's We're going to get right into it there's, He's like, I'm uh, afraid
0: for my third house
1: <laughs> I don't trust Shanky <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so there's lists And different guys who have been released What, I, what, uh, what we're going to do is we're going to talk about Some of the big names I, I, that were released What we think is going to be the, the future For these guys I think the headline here is Unlike in previous releases, there's no one here where the Internet's in an uproar. The Internet's more in an uproar of people who were not released. They were convinced we were going to lose Johnny Gargano, and they were convinced we were going to lose Cross. Uh Instead, uh, we lost Mustafa Ali, who spent the last year begging to leave in the in the first place anybody have any strong thoughts opinions on the dearly departed mustafa ali <laughs> Dude,
2: well, Rob, just... robert spin on his rules
0: he picked he picked the one guy he was excited to get uh fired
1: <laughs> no
0: i was he, really he f- opened look. with that
1: i he's the first name he was the first name announced first name on well, the list so well, he
0: announced himself
3: too but i mean which, which he's been doing for the last year I. I mean, I I, I, I would have I say before I get my opinion, you know, I think we're actually one of the classier podcasts that deals with this because, you know, man, no one we we don't want to see anyone lose their jobs, even if we, you know, beg for some of these people to lose their jobs. Uh, nah, <laughs> this sucks, man. You know, it's a. I just want to say that before we go into it, it's a fucking bummer to, for people to 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 be fired. Um, but yeah, Mustafa Ali he's a guy more than a lot of these dudes i can see in a do of i mean ring of honor or aw itself they don't have i mean wwe for years has been searching for that indian or even muslim superstar or whatever you know and they've not been able to do it and uh i think it's worth it and i don't think it's something Singh. saying
1: well, he is one in a billion, Mike. He's also, uh, you know, we we've never heard him talk. I think someone online suggested that it'd be great if he just sounded exactly like Jerry Lawler, and they never explained it. Uh, like that's kind <laughs> of no, what Jerry I'm
3: Lewis. Him. They said,
1: "Oh, Jerry Lewis." I thought it was Jerry. Either way, it's still great. Um, yeah.
3: yeah, Robert, he's one in a billion because that's how many extra chromosomes he has. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, oh my God, WrestleRow. Rose. Yeah. There's not a there's not a demo of people who can group it together and cancel Mike for that because they're all dying.
1: <laughs> yes, most most of Howard Stern's whack pack is gone. They can't come after Mike. Um <laughs> like th- I think he's he's one guy I don't see AEW touching though because he's extremely vocal and expresses his displeasure. I think the last thing they need is another lower mid-card guy who's gonna go in there and and cause havoc. Uh I'm sure he will find a place in a company somewhere he's definitely talented in the ring new, new
0: japan should book him he's better than a lot of the guys they're trying to push as new guys now put him in there
1: i love that idea that's uh that makes, he's, that makes-
0: uh, mustafa Ali is a great in-ring wrestler a fantastic in-ring wrestler and we think about how good he is in wwe where he's not even allowed to do that much you know like I mean, like I, I he's somebody I, I would really be excited to see on the Indies. One hundred percent, one hundred percent. Yeah, and no, I think, he'll, he'll yeah, be I like think Leo he's, Rush. he's my
2: number one. He's my number one. Please, AEW, get him. Um, for Dan, what you, you said, them, and for what, and and for what Mike said, I they, think they won't do anything with him. Though, not to interrupt you, they're not going to do
0: anything with him. Well, no, sure, but first week will be good.
2: Yeah, <laughs> come on. But, but but okay, you say they won't do anything with him. But literally anywhere else, they they don't do any, They can't do anything with anybody. Like, what do you mean by do anything with him? Like, okay, so he can go where to do less? There's than a path. There's a path to know? the main event in J- New Japan for Mustafa. you a fucking maniac. What does that mean? No. Well, it means no like is, is is gonna, is gonna, well, it's gonna. Uh, why do you
0: think Jay he, White and Osprey are getting any attention to AEW? Because they were, rose ah, the ranks that's in New Japan. Okay. So if he signs for New Japan for a year or two, or just does like a two year thing, and then he's hot by the end of that, and then he can go to AEW, I think it makes, we're back to WWE. It makes a lot of sense. What I love, what I love is that this is
3: the most uh, Trumpy Scott has ever been. He ain't coming into my fucking promotion.
2: <laughs> no, no, I love him. I just go, uh, um, I actually think AEW, you know, and Dan is right. I am I am wearing the lenses of uh like oh if I was head of creative at AEW I'd like him there. You know, the truth is yeah, he probably wouldn't be used um perfectly because who has? They have no but I, I know, mean we- as much as we shit on
0: AEW dart and I don't want to turn this cuz it's about the releases, I don't want to turn this into a whole shit at AEW. But right now they have two main shows and rampage and no developmental really. Um, so like the only people they're gonna book are be- people that can already get a pop. And I don't think Ali can get a pop yet unless he goes somewhere else.
1: So you say that, Dan, I but I, can I caught Mike so, too. Though. So I caught part of yeah. collision last week and I saw fucking JD Drake on television. So when you're telling me they're only booking guys that get pops, you're uh, you're sadly <laughs> mistaken. Guys
0: prominently, I meant.
1: Oh well hey he was on collision that's their number 2 show sure. um which you know you're your world's tallest midget uh are we even allowed to say that anymore i don't even know rick we, no his
3: uh, name is adam cole
1: That we're going to get oh leave adam's having a rough week gravity the man that gravity remembered um <laughs> uh, <laughs> Rick Boogs is gone. I think Rick Boogs surprised me because Boogs had a great look to him, and I feel like he's a guy they could have molded and done something goofy with.
0: That was the one I was most surprised about too. Yeah, yeah. It just felt like there were still some more bites on the apple for that. It felt like with Elias, they're like, okay, this guy's great on the mic. He's a great sports entertainment and an entertainer. He's just not very good at professional wrestling, and maybe that's. I heard. Well,
2: I heard they had Vince go down, they had Vince go down the list again and he thought the whole time it was B O O B S. He recognized <laughs> the G and said, "Get rid of him."
0: <laughs> That's actually honestly, I I put my money behind Scott's theory.
1: All right. Uh Aliyah <laughs> is gone, and I'll be honest, I kind of forgot Aaliyah was still on the roster
2: she 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 still the... died in a plane crash in two thousand one <laughs> <laughs> yes. she still yeah. has the
0: the she still has the Guinness Book world record shortest match in w w e history maybe in history it was like three seconds that would be a
1: short match um Dude,
2: what's funny is w w e is so weird about their records that someone has to beat her now,
1: yeah, yeah. Uh, the next one, two two uh performers cut, both, uh, this is rough for the family, Elias and Ezekiel, both released by WWE, uh, clearly on an anti-guitar playing wrestler bent. Uh, Elias, in his announcement, for the first time ever confirmed he was in fact Ezekiel, so I'm sorry guys, kayfabe is dead, but uh, the guy who looks exactly like LA Knight, but isn't LA Knight, isn't there anymore.
3: It was funny when he got fired he said who wants to walk with
0: Elias and I was like we're going to keep our jobs. <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then Shanky's like I'm already walking.
1: Oh, Shanky's not dances. good enough to walk.
0: Oh yeah, you're right. Who dances with who dances who dances with Shanky? That should have been another thing. He's be in the we-
1: company. It is weird when you consider how over Elias was at one point in time with the in the WWE like he was a a big centerpiece of a lot of segments and then they just kind of gave up on him and i he wasn't bad i, I mean uh,
0: i will say he was the victim of triple h taking over because the only like we were always we were always kind of bummed out when vince would come back to creative and take the reins but um with ezekiel that was like that was actually a really good vince pritchard i think booking whoever came up with it but it was under there it was under there. uh supervision so i think that that was he got really he, he suffered when triple h uh, wanted to make it like a you know a non-sports
2: yeah, spencer company that, that was that was super over and yeah i remember clearly that being like a very oh wow triple h must not like this dude because he was so over until triple h showed up
3: but they always you know they always have those mid-card type guys who have that moment yeah, you know, um, and
1: uh <laughs> <but, you laughs> their It's Nash.
3: like you know, like they the the the, the Rusev Day. And, 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 and I think that like they look at them at their biggest moment and they think like, well, this is as big as they're gonna get, and they don't see them as a main eventer, and they cut bait. Well, I think, I... like I mean, that's the thing is that Elias was an interesting character. He is equal thing was fun but it's not a main event idea and he's never been a main event wrestler
0: well apparently mike that's the big i mean that's the big issue now with la night is that hunter like yumi and robert doesn't see it and uh and that's the reason that he's kind of where he's at and not in the main event yet yeah it's or, kind of- or they or they worked us
1: you never know. Uh, next guy, Riddick Moss, uh, Mad Cat Moss. Uh, Dan's favorite. Crazy thing about Moss is he was with the company since 2014. He'd been there for almost a decade. Great so, body,
0: really good in the ring.
1: But great body. But to that point, been no there for almost a decade. They couldn't find something to to make this guy work. Um, he just looks like one of those dudes that was around in like 03. Like you could have told me he teamed with Mark Jindrak. And I would have been like, yeah, that that checks out.
0: I mean, it's just crazy because he's like a better Von Wagner, but who knows how long that guy will be there.
1: Uh, Top dollar, gone again. The the reason why Shane Strickland is in AEW. This dude, he came back. He he tried to get in shape. He somehow still pissed off a whole bunch of people, apparently – uh, and now, uh, and now he's gone. So it's a good day for Michael Cole, who clearly did not seem to like him and would constantly bury him on commentary. Not in the like entertaining way, but in the I genuinely hate this guy and don't want him to be here kind of way.
3: It's interesting because I know he was the host of that A and E show, right? Like the Hidden Treasures thing. Yes, and. I think he was I don't think he was like great at that but he was better at that than he was as an in-ring entertainer and he should just do that kind of thing presenting and whatever because I I don't know if yeah wrestling is his future
2: Yeah I yeah, I thought they actually did him kind of dirty I feel bad for him um he had a botch that the company never got over they kind of turned it into a um a, a point like in every match to mention that he ain't that great. I think that's what Michael Cole did. Uh and I also remember him going to bat for WWE during a lot of shit talk um at like peak AEW versus NXT type shit. And I remember like no one didn't he get fired once before. Yeah he got fired before and they they fired exactly, all of- and 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 he got fired soon after defending WWE. And I felt bad for him then. I feel bad for him now, especially because he's the guy where, um, uh, you know, there's other guys. You go, yeah, you go wrestle somewhere else. And with him, you just you really hope it works out with whatever he wants to do. And I hope it's wrestling because he seems to like it. And he did, you know, he obviously over the last year lost a bunch of weight and shit.
1: Yeah, no, the whole thing was Fox really loved Hit Row but when they did the uh, vince releases when they fired like Keith Lee and Karrion Cross and uh, he fired all of Hit Row including Strickland because Top Dollar rubbed everybody the wrong way backstage and then when by the time it came to bring Hit Row back to make Fox happy Strickland was already under contract in AEW so now that i guess Fox is no longer in the picture neither is uh n- neither is Top Dollar uh the, the the next release Sucks a lot, but I think this guy is going to be just fine. Which is Shelton Benjamin. He is a uh, a obviously a legend in the company. Been around since 02 Still can go in the ring at just about the same level he was able to do almost uh, over twenty years ago, which is amazing. Um, I have a soft spot for Shelton. Shelton was when I got hired by WWE. That was the the spec script I wrote was a Shelton Benjamin script, and uh, I think either he winds up in impact where they'll do great things with him, or he's a guy that AEW should pick up as a performer and a backstage producer.
0: I mean, I don't
1: know really if that's
0: true that he's the same, he's not at all the same wrestler. He was, he's older, he's, slower. he's, older, he's
1: still, yeah. But have you, have you seen what he was doing? What he was yes. still doing was still at a, at a pretty darn good level for a guy that age.
0: I, I mean, for that age, sure. That's, but that's, you know, that it, that's a huge handicap if you're not over, you know, and he's, he just hasn't really been over. And you know, it, it's,
1: it's one Dan, of these things Dan, where he's Dan, dreamers, a champion, in impact. Shelton will be just fine in, in, in impact.
0: I'm not talking I'm impact. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. But I'm talking about like whether or not WWE should have released him more than that. I'm talking about, yeah, he should be fine. Go to impact. Didn't Tommy dreamer. He just have his career on the line or something in a match. Yeah. He still... And he,
1: and he won a title. Oh geez. So they're they're truly kind of trying to bring Mike back into watching uh into watching <laughs> impact.
3: No, uh, Shelton Shelton's a dude that I've always liked. I, I thought he was really fun in the hurt business. I actually thought in terms of like gimmick wise, that was one of the best things he'd done. And 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 I, I love the uh the team angle stuff when he started. I mean, he is every generation has that guy, right? Of like you know and i know it was waltman in the 90s but it's important to have this person in your company like he is the guy that could wrestle anyone and tell you how good he is you know they have like, a couple you can't of have stuff, a good I match know. with Shelton benjamin you suck and uh you know it is important to have that and you know he he's helped like a lot of people you know evolve over the years it's just from the beginning you know, he was a part of that magical uh, OVW class. That just the personality has just never been there. Um, I mean, the,
0: the thing is, though, Mike, they they have that guy in WWE. They have a few of those guys, and that's Chad Gable and a, and a few guys. Like, so it's like the the problem with work rate is that if you're not over the next guy who's younger than you I'm not saying the young guy but the next guy who's younger than you is automatically going to be a little bit better like the guy who's like in his mid-30s and knows how to yeah. go you know so that's 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 always the problem with that spot of like the the Sean Waltman spot and the Shelton Benjamin spot it's the good match with anybody's spot is that there's always somebody on the card like the next year who's you know has kind of taken that role you know
3: I think yeah and I mean uh... look I just I just looked he's 48 years old you know um it's like what can Which, you do? Uh, that uh, an AEW is considered young, so we'll be fine.
1: <laughs> yeah, he's so, a young buck for AEW. Uh, Scott, what did you want to say about Shelton?
2: Um, well, one, I, I, I think you know, in terms of wrestling, especially a guy who's had such a long career, it's just all about spin, and they never spun it right when he came back. They had let him go a long time ago. He was gone for a while. I mean, it felt like years. This wasn't just like a two a two year break um and when he came back really seven years wow and they really should have acknowledged that when i was a kid he was the one who's you know money in the bank was one of the best matches uh you know in in that like five year time period frame and he stole that shit um he was a wrestler that you know weekly was having bangers that Shawn michaels match is such a memory as a kid and you can spin it as um you know this is shelton the veteran i mean they never even made attempts uh, when he returned other than have him stand next to some other guys that are his uh his, his color it's 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 a bummer because i'm dude i played him in the video games all the time because his moveset was just better than everybody's and th- they never acknowledge that enough maybe part of that is, is him too i don't know cuz at the same time i don't you know you say oh p- put him in AEW – I don't know why WWE doesn't just find a way to rehire him to be down at the performance center,
1: so that and maybe the best is move that...
2: is to rip is to rip up a contract before you know. Instead of trying to finagle it, is rip it up and start anew.
1: So Scott, my thought was they may have talked to him about that, and he didn't want to move to Orlando, and he may have just been uh, like, you know okay. what, I'll I'll make my bones elsewhere. Um, the the next release is really. It makes sense, but it doesn't, in that they cut Emma. And the reason why it's weird, like, obviously, you got rid of Riddick Moss. She's getting married to him in a couple weeks. But today they announced, they announced today that they're doing Elimination Chamber in Australia. And she tweeted about how excited she was to wrestle in front of her home country, and then 10 minutes later was like, oh, never mind, I've been released.
0: Well, that's just, I mean, that's just bad corporate, um, synergy you know um that's just bad i mean that you know the, like, whenever something like that this happens and you have mass releases they're gonna like you know fuck a couple things up for sure but
3: didn't they fire like, someone when they were probably was it Don marie or jackie gata
2: <laughs> may young
0: Oh, <laughs> well, i'm just you know like look man it's you know emma you know she's she said kind of like a almost like a crazy history of being hired and fired in wwe um you know i just i mean none of these are big surprises man from if you're watching the product you know and none of these are huge are huge surprises it's not like they're well, fi- wait, let's
2: acknowledge the ali thing for one second we do know that he wanted to be released but he had a match with dom at the next pay-per-view yeah already advertised USA that's like
0: match. Which I, I wonder if they're
2: going to do that match still, or if they're going to no,
1: because it. they're doing Dragon Lee and and uh, Dom on <laughs> Raw for the North America. Oh, Mark which Ryan. I
2: love, by the way. I saw that. That got me hyped.
1: That's going to be a great match, but yeah. I'm, they'll, they'll most likely do something else, and you know, Ali will, will find uh, find something else. Or I think Emma, she'll get picked up. I, I AEW can absolutely use someone with her experience. Um, Dude, I
2: thought she was in AEW and left to go back to WWE.
1: Am I wrong?
0: She was in AEW for a match, and then okay. she went back like a week later.
1: I mean, she's got that. She's got connections and impact. If uh, if if her if she wants to work, she'll work. And Riddick Moss seems like the kind of guy that Tony would pick up for Ring of Honor. And just we forget that he's there. And then six months later, you're like, oh, yeah, Aaron Solo. I, I,
0: I mean, again, it's like I, if I'm Tony, man... I don't pick up anybody unless they move the needle. I have too many people there. Like, even then, he's like Riddick Moss. Well, you kind of have, like, a better version of that with uh, Josh Woods, right? Yeah. I mean, Josh Woods is more MMA. So, it's like, I would really be hesitant to buy guys to just have them hang out again in the locker room. Like, your company, if, if anything, that AEW should be merging the Ring of Honor and AEW titles together um, and, not, and not trying to expand more than they were doing.
1: Oh, I know, but also, the problem I is, love,
3: I love the sentence Robert had connections at impact, which is just anyone who's yeah, had a bowl of poutine with Scott DeMore,
0: <laughs> <laughs> anyone who gives Tommy Dreamer extra meat at the subway. Yeah, Con- connections at impact is the
3: oxymoron of all oxymorons.
1: <laughs> well, well, speaking of extra meat, uh, Mason Mansour got cut, which sucks because. I I actually enjoyed that stupid goofy male model gimmick they were doing. Uh, I liked
0: it too, but Hunter hated it.
1: Hunter hated it, but those guys, the doing the tags with touching fingers, and they just they got a goofy '90s gimmick, and they went all in on that. And they're both really talented wrestlers. It it definitely uh, it sucks that they're gone. Doesn't really surprise me, but it, it it does suck.
3: Well, I mean, Mansoor think- is interesting because he was the. The Saudi guy, right?
1: Yes. Yeah. But then they realize heard, are they that
3: still doing shows there?
1: They are, but they realize that what the Saudis care about more is star power as opposed to homegrown talent.
0: What okay. what the WWE is trying to do with Saudis right now is they're trying to sign Ronaldo, Ronaldo for the show yeah. to do something, which is gigantic. He's like the biggest international sports star, you know? Oh wow, um, yeah. I mean, yeah. if if they're able to which is like, again, it's like you know that's a that's somebody you spend money on. That's not Dennis Rodman or Mike Tyson. You know,
1: right? They're gonna do so. Ronaldo and John Cena as a team is what they're trying to get cooked up if they can do that. Um, yeah,
3: and then and then Mace is is interesting. Remember they had him as like an announcer for like a few weeks. Yeah, and he was good he in was that. Role. that? But he apparently made... he's like, he's like a big uh, dude in anime. I think he fucking yeah.
1: He's got a big anime. anime. He's so- got a big anime following. He's got a big Twitch following. He was good on Raw. The problem was he was one of those guys who, like Savage, didn't want to accept that he's a commentator. He's like, no, I can still go. I want to be back in the ring. Well, There's he's more. A lunch big yet.
0: bastard, man. I mean, he he's, is. You talk about a guy who, like, like he walks into the room. You know, the airport test. It's that guy. But. um you know again it's you know they're just it just never you know it never clicked
1: for whatever His reason. problem was he was he was always silly and yeah. you when you're that big and that scary looking like they tried to put a mask on him when he was part of retribution but he kind of just reverted to silly and goofy and you can't be silly and goofy and be tall on an unrelated note Shanky is gone the hard We hardly knew the
2: Scott, I know you,
1: yeah, I know, Scott, you're upset about Shanky being gone.
2: Wait, can I be honest with you? I thought Shanky was someone else when I texted you guys that. You thought <laughs> it was beer. No, I thought Shanky was uh, the dude who does all the flips. What they changed his name to? Scripps. Scripps, dude. Oh, Reginald. I, I want yeah, yeah, I no, love Reginald too much. Can't get rid of
1: Reginald. Vince is still in power, dude. <laughs> no anymore. disrespect
2: to Shanky, but I thought he was Scripps, and my heart broke. Well, they're also making a big deal. I mean, I think this is even
0: a bigger news than the releases, but they're they're making a big deal about all of Vince's shares being
1: up for sale right We're now. We're going to get to that. That's okay, that's right. on the thing. But I no, appreciate your foresight, Dan. <laughs> a lot of big stuff. Go- Look, there's a lot of stuff going on, folks. We don't have time to do the roast of dink this week <laughs> we'll get to it uh a release that- yeah,
3: yeah we do we're talking about how he hurt his ankle in the main event.
1: <laughs>
0: oh come on
3: uh, Set him up, knock him down
1: uh so to mike's point at the beginning of this of like you know these are people and they that love it this release this isn't going to mean anything to us but i know it meant the world to them was dana brooke getting released she's someone who was constantly just working hard like to get better and better in the ring and and find a, a place in the company. And it just sucks for her that that she's gone. And I know that she was doing everything she could to uh to to find a, a spot there.
0: Yeah, I mean, you know, she, she tried, but it was never great.
1: It was never great. And then uh the 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 last release, probably the one we'll all have the most to say about uh is is Dolph Ziggler who, uh, you know, did Dan's podcast and Vince is like, get rid of him. <laughs> so thank you for killing Dolph Ziggler's yeah, career, Dan. It,
0: it couple out today, a new episode with Bobcat Goldwith, where we discuss the underrated fan footage horror, Willow Creek, which Bobcat directed, check it out. Uh, I think Dolph um, has some money matches that are still on the table. You know, I think that he could, like I said, I think he could go to Japan, get some money. I think, you know, he's one of those guys you do want to see, like, a Kenny Omega, Dolph Ziggler match. That's something you want to see. There's still some matches that are... that he should take advantage of, and then, you know, who knows? I mean, you know, down the line, whether or not they bring him back. I mean, he may be a guy that they want to bring back, you know. Um, You know, they brought back Carlito recently, who hasn't been on, on screen yet, but they brought him back. So... I mean, I think that that guy has a lot of options. I also think he financially did very well the last, you know, couple of years in that company, and he probably he doesn't have any kids, so or or and he's not married, so I don't think, you know, I think he's probably somebody who was smart and saved their money too. So,
1: speaking of someone who's smart and saved their money, Scott, what do you think of uh, Dolph leaving?
2: Oh, where do we begin? Uh, Spirit Squad was unbelievable, and I hated seeing the rest of the Spirit Squad slowly leave the company throughout the years because they were all talented, and everybody deserved an opportunity. Uh, Dolph was the best in-ring performer of the Spirit Squad, and that is saying a lot. I think he's one of the best in-ring workers. Uh, You know, if there's a top 100 list, Dolph Ziggler might be in-ring. In-ring, for sure. Yeah, Yeah. and I'll say that especially if he – if he does want to continue wrestling, even for the next two years, I think he can like really establish that in a lot of people's eyes because he's so fucking smooth with it. I was there when uh, he won the title at Izod Center the night after Mania, and that was maybe like the most, you know, from off to on I ever saw a a crowd noise where it was just uh, madness and I've seen a lot of Dolph Ziggler matches live. I think I saw, you know, Dolph Ziggler is a lot. And that's, you know, Dolph is a guy that they would also pull out on the house shows. Again, we're talking almost the last 20 years and, in ladder matches and just knocking it out of the park. He's, uh, yeah, he's an all-timer. And, uh, yeah, I want to see him in dream matches. But that's not that, that, that is. Pay money to show up. And, ooh. Oh, no, how does that work in terms of compete clauses or whatever?
1: It Does a firing on...
2: mean next week they can show up? It depends it's on what 90 they're doing. Days, yeah, right? it's
1: usually it's usually ninety days, um, but we'll see what what they ultimately decide that they're going to do. They usually do it on a case by case basis. Uh, Mike, you you had a lot of nice things to say about Dolph in the uh, in the group chat.
3: Yeah, the, the, he he once told me I was his favorite comic. Uh, I remember this. Really sweet. It was right and, after uh, he did
1: Dan's podcast. <laughs> he said it in yeah.
2: interviews too. He said it in interviews, man. So,
3: yeah, he um he invited me to like a, a house show. We judged roast battle once. He's this fucking sweetest dude, um you know, and I you know which was the best. I mean, look, his brother's in AEW. If he if that's where he wants to go, and I think that them as a tag team, um, uh, could be a really fun thing. Um, But it's also, you know, if he doesn't want to wrestle anymore, I mean, it's like, like he's a lot of these I, I was looking up the ages of all these guys that you were talking about. Him, and a lot of them are like the 32, 33, you know, Dolph's in his 40s, Shelton's in his 40s. And you you hope and I'd like to believe these these these, these are two of the more sensible dudes in the business and you barely ever hear anything bad about them. I think they probably were smart about saving their money. So it's like, if they don't want to fucking wrestle anymore, even even a guy like Mace, like if you want to just do Twitch and all that, fucking go for it. And, yeah. and I think Dolph is that for me in terms of he's done everything he needs to do in wrestling if he wants to be done with it and can just pursue whatever other, uh, you know, dreams that he has. I mean, it's been a great career.
1: Yeah. So Dolph and I, I was there for Dolph's first episode of Raw uh, when he was, uh he was Chavo's caddy or Kerwin oh, White's wow. caddy. We were, we were, I remember he was sitting on like an anvil case and we were talking about being like the new guys. And he's like, yeah, I'm a caddy. I don't know what the fuck I'm supposed to wear. Like, I don't know what a caddy wears. And we're like sitting here trying to look up like what a caddy would wear to get him some kind of a costume. Um, And then, you know, ruined his career again with the Spirit Squad and he just overcame all he overcame the beginning of the Dolph Ziggler gimmick was terrible he was just the guy that went around shaking his hand introducing himself to everybody saying like hi i'm dolph ziggler and shaking everyone's hand uh and then just became the dude where you could put him in there with anyone at any time and he was going to deliver a great match he was really a victim of bad creative and kind of I don't want to say politics because nobody was added out for him but he was just a guy they never really got behind when they definitely should have and he's got you know I don't want to say the impact thing because you'll shit on me for that but he's got can obviously an AEW with his brother his best friend is Justin Roberts um he's a guy that could step in there tomorrow and deliver huge for whatever they wanted to use him for in AEW if that's what he wants to do
3: you know, you know what's what's cool too is that and AW, it's like they, they drop the ball on people a lot, whatever, but like they do let you do the idea that you were holding on to for years at the other company. And they let you fucking try it and commit to it. And 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 that would be fun to see. I mean, look for me, yeah. I, I love God and fucking my wife, and it and it's awesome. It's the best version of him ever, you know? So maybe, you know, Dolph has that in him if that's what he wants to do. You know, I, it, it's, yeah, I think that, uh, well first we had to get through gamer Miro,
0: but yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. But He's yeah. a guy that I, I, I would bring him into AW as a, not as a, uh, a match producer, which he could do, but as an actual creative producer as a guy like, RJ City, they let him just kind of come up with what he wants to do. Dolph's a really creative, funny, interesting guy. He could come up with stuff for people and produce those segments and do, I think, really interesting things for AEW.
3: I mean, the guy loves you know, think, like to, to what Scott said, it, it is a really lost thing in a way, the 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 house show Warriors, you know, and, and that definitely was Shelton too for years. It's like, that's an unsung thing. That you know, those are the guys that you know. Even when there's like fucking five thousand people, those two guys always put on a great show. And I mean, in a lot of ways, Ziggler, like I, I think he's a Hall of Famer. And I'm not just saying that because he's been nice to me, but I, I think he's got a Hall. Of, I Shelton too. But I think they both do. And and I mean, he kind of was. You know, as people often brought up, and, and the hair helps, you know, the modern headache in terms of how he fucking bumped and sold for people. And it's like that dude made so many people. So. Well, he's not
1: he's not the modern headache because he actually won the world title. Like he was a world champion in WWE. Yeah. So the bar for being a Hall of Famer was either world champion or you brought a bird to the ring. So well,
0: well despite Despite Dolph's taste in comedy, he really loves it, and uh, I think hiring him for AEW would be, um, would be, would would be a boom for him. It's just a question of whether or not he does it. I mean, I I, I could just tell you, like, sometimes to relax, I'll just watch like Dolph Ziggler selling videos, him getting fucked up. I mean, like, I think that that he may be the he was one of the greatest sellers of all time. You know, and he looked. He made everybody look amazing. I remember. Remember, like they, like uh
3: the only thing bird... he couldn't sell was the idea of me wanting to listen to your podcast.
1: Oh, Jesus! It's a uh, great podcast. <laughs> it's the best horror podcast I've ever listened to.
0: That's the only horror podcast you've ever listened. Here's the thing: is Mike can't take one burn. I could. T- I could feel the silence. Oh, it's coming, baby! And the anger. I could feel the gears. He was just like <laughs> yeah. looking for the the meanest opening the whole time and he got one me. way or another i'm going to find you and get you get you get... <laughs> yeah mike is genuinely autistic guys he's not lying to get it ahead yeah uh but uh it's not you... my emotional truth i actually am <laughs> my <laughs> my emotional truth is that the it couple is the number one podcast in america <laughs> uh, <laughs> um <laughs> But no, I, I, I the real I, horror in
3: their marriage is when Dan listens to Meltzer during sex.
0: <laughs> I did get in trouble the other night, but <laughs> not during sex. But I did get. She was like, "If," because I was. She was. We were. I thought she was asleep, so I put it on, and she goes, "Is that fucking Meltzer? Turn it off." Um. So
3: anyway, every every time you talk about that, like it always just makes me think of like. At the end of the Flintstones, when Fred's out with the fucking tiger,
2: <laughs> <laughs>
3: it's just
0: you having to like try to bang back in, like, "Come on, honey, Wilma." <laughs> yeah, uh. she's, she's not a Meltzer. She's not a melter. She she dislikes Meltzer more than like she dislikes people that she disagrees with politically. You know,
3: and she's and she's nice to me, so it's not that she hates all autistic people.
0: No, she uh, she thinks that. She thinks it's painful. She thinks that his presence is painful. Um, which yeah, I don't know. She's right. No, she's not. Uh, but but my point is is that Ziggler can do a lot of different things right now. Um, you know, even making remember when like they brought him in just to like job to fucking Goldberg and he made Goldberg look like a million like like a million bucks.
1: Yeah, Brett does.
0: <laughs> but I mean he's just Brett like Brett doesn't you know? remember anything because of Goldberg. <laughs> I mean, you know, and I think the guy could have a genuinely, honestly, I think the guy could have a genuinely successful wrestling podcast if that's, I, I wouldn't wish that on anyone, but if that's the route he wants to go. Good luck, well, Dolph. Well, his uh, sounds like Dan's trying to it. start a new
1: podcast. Can. No, I feel yeah, I feel like if, we could, if he could only find a podcast that involved wrestling and comedy and <laughs> knurled those together, but where would Dolph find such a thing? Oh, <laughs> uh, uh, man. Uh, but, uh, those are the releases. The, uh, the other, the other part of this, obviously the, the sad part that doesn't get talked about or get the media coverage, uh, is the over 100 actual employees at WWE that, that got released, uh, last week.
0: It's crazy. You know, these people have jobs. It sucks.
1: It does a lot of different departments because of the, the, the redundancies and the merger and whatever it is that they're, they're doing there. Uh, there are people who worked for WWE not because they were diehard wrestling fans, but because this was one of the largest companies in Stanford. They they paid generally very well. They had good benefits, and people worked for it like they would work for a bank or any other kind of company. And they were caught in the crosshairs of what happened here. It it sucks. Uh, the the behind-the-scenes people, the office people were always really unsung heroes at WWE. And, uh yeah but the other big WWE news was uh, that SmackDown has a new home starting in October of next year. They are going to be back on the USA network. They're leaving Fox. This is a uh, part of this endeavor TKO. We want to make big splashy headlines and they have locked up TV rights for SmackDown, which Given the way the TV landscape is, this might be the last TV rights deal SmackDown does. In four years' time, everything might be streaming. Uh, The the other piece of this is that Raw and NXT might not stay on USA Network. They might find someplace else. WWE is now going to focus on making Raw an incredibly valuable media property. The other piece of this story is that there's going to be four NBC specials. Uh, whether it's Saturday night's main event or something else, but uh, the the Fox WWE relationship is is no more, uh, and they are they're going back to the USA Network. Uh, I'll open it up to to the floor if anybody has something they want to add, or if Mike wants to make another snarky comment about it.
3: <laughs> no, I mean you know it's uh, it was cool that they were on fucking prime time network like i know that doesn't really mean anything you know in, in the scheme of thing but like you know uh they could say that they did it and not just upn and my network so
1: <laughs> it's open
3: yeah i mean it, it is kind of
1: insane yeah
3: i mean you know i i want to do a 10 uh bell salute for the fox football robot remember when they did the draft that's my favorite fucking Remember, yeah, the first the first SmackDown on Fox was that they pinned Kofi in six seconds, and then the next week it was yeah, the day before Dan's wedding, and they had the fucking robot <laughs> dancing. Yes, <laughs> and, and then Kofi was back to eating pancakes. It didn't even mention losing. It was so weird. But, I'm all
0: uh, I'm all for NBC Universal and Peacock working together in a more you know I- I- expanded environment. I think this is going to be great. And that's the stone-cold truth. And that's the stone-cold truth. That's my unbiased answer.
1: Look, I think this is a great decision by NBC Universal to finally quench their thirst for any further WWE content by getting SmackDown. And, and that's it, guys. They don't need anything else. I think that's all no, we need. Wait, Sorry, well, hey, maybe, wait, maybe no, what, a tangentially related uh, cartoon of some uh, sort uh, featuring uh, an Attitude Era star. Uh, Okay. WWE
3: Yay. is back where it belongs, baby. Right before new episodes of Chrisley Knows Best. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: Well, he's in jail. He's he's that guy's not getting out for like ten fucking years.
3: Right. He's gonna
1: be. He's gonna TLC reality show. And this is all said and done. We tried. Hopefully, to put... he gets shanky. Chrisley <laughs> on the outside. Um
0: We actually tried to pitch that. They didn't like that. Keep going.
1: Uh yeah so. I think the media rights thing will, will continue. We were gonna talk about the media rights thing more, but honestly, we talked about the uh the releases. That was more interesting. And we've got uh Grand Slam to uh to touch on, or at least the first part of Grand Slam. I think this this show went for like hours and hours and hours when they recorded it. Um but uh we'll we'll quickly go through Dynamite or Dud. Uh Dynamite first hour Eddie Kingston defeated Claudio Castagnoli for the Ring of Honor World Heavyweight title. So his mom has something to live for. Uh, They do a bit with Roderick Strong in the hospital with Adam Cole. And I will give them credit. The Adam Cole, or sorry, Roderick Strong trying to uh, lower the hospital bed and raise the hospital in the most obnoxious way possible is the best thing Roderick Strong has ever done in his entire wrestling career. Uh, Christian and Luchasaurus cut a promo that doesn't involve dead dads. Chris Jericho takes on Sammy Guevara in what turns into a snake eating its own tail. Shawn Michaels, Chris Jericho, uh, homage. Uh, Sammy joins up with Don Callis. Uh, We get a a pre-taped Cole MJF promo out of order, which showed Cole finding out that he has to go to the hospital to go see Roderick Strong, which was odd. Uh, and then uh, a a Sammy Guevara Danny Garcia confrontation for hour one of uh, of Dynamite. To me, the big takeaway: Eddie Kingston Claudio Castagnoli was a fantastic match. Uh, you had the great emotion there; the crowd was super into it. They loved what they saw. Uh, that was fantastic. Jericho Sammy surprisingly sloppy for the for those guys, and uh, now having Jericho, I guess, be a babyface again is a way to fill the, uh, the CM punk void in Mike Lawrence's heart. Mike, what did you think hour one?
3: Um, yeah, I thought that the, the, the Claudio thing, uh, with, uh, Kingston was the moment of the night. Um, look, they've stopped, started with Kingston a bunch and I, I wish he didn't have his own title going into this. So it would mean more when he won one title. Yeah. Um, and cause we haven't like really seen him with a belt, uh, I mean, literally, his pants always look like they're falling down. Uh, but, no, this was fucking fun, man. And it was, it, I thought, in many ways, like, you want to put the world title last, and I get that. But in terms of a feel-good moment and Grand Slam, I, I thought this was uh, the match of the night, the, the moment of the night. Um, And, you know, look, Eddie and Claudio uh, show you that you can – Say that you hate each other in public and still work together to make money because that's what wrestling's supposed to be.
1: What a concept. Uh speaking of people uh, who yeah, hate each other. And then man- yeah, I mean
3: uh you know, uh the fucking Sammy and Jer- Jericho just gotta I mean we've been saying it, but he's gotta pack it in uh for at least a little bit. I think he I think he could have one last run and reinvention.
1: Well, slow but- quick walk.
3: <laughs> yeah, but it's 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 got a he's got to stop for a bit, and yeah, the Roderick Strong thing was funny. I I think it's slowly it's slowly working. Um, him with a live microphone, not the best, but in these vignettes, it's good.
1: Dan, what do you think? Our one, uh, I
0: thought you know the I mean the Kingston Cesaro match was uh was was really good. I thought the Sammy match was really sloppy. Um, I, I thought the Roderick Strong stuff was 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 super funny. Yeah, I mean, I I, I thought this uh this this first hour was was really good. I mean, I, I thought it was a good show. You know, all in all,
1: Scott,
2: uh, I loved the opening match, with Kingston and Claudio. I thought it was unbelievable. Obviously, right guy won. It, it was the big moment of the night and match of the night. I I thought it was awesome. But I also thought Sammy and Jericho was was really good, especially like the home stretch at the end of it. I uh, I thought the coder from the uh, whatever shooting star I think Sammy was doing looked deadly, deadly, and it made so much sense for Jericho to win after something that brutal. And I loved Cass walking out and all that it got. I I don't know. I I thought the moment was. Was uh really really fun and it makes sense. Uh, I saw like one or two D's being like, that's a WWE thing that Sammy did to Jericho, and it's like it's a Jericho thing that Sammy did to Jericho, and so you know I I hope I hope Sammy has the jacket uh because these are things that are invented and it's allowed to be used elsewhere, especially if anybody is his protege, it's Sammy. So I, I thought obviously Poppy
1: and Scott's audio died yes yeah, we Scott,
0: lasted almost an hour that's
3: pretty yeah, good
1: he, he did pretty good uh god
0: sounded like he was getting drowned during that opinion there is there isn't a there is an element though i will say where it's like i mean we say this before but if you are if you are tony khan why the fuck would you let eddie win a title in any other promotion before he wins it at yours. That like, looks
1: so weird. Like when he came out holding a title, I'm like the moment's supposed to be this guy's always your Charlie Brown who never yep. fucking wins, and then he gets that moment to win, but he already had a title. Yeah, it's um, not
0: like he was winning like the New Japan world title. He was winning the fucking strong title. So it's like Dude, I love that metaphor, Robert. The idea
3: of was it uh is it Sally or Lucy takes away the football? Lucy. Yeah, fucking bitch uh lucy lucy taking away the football and then just charlie taking another football out of his (laughs) out of his backpack
1: well they also both wear yellow and black so it just kind of it works in so many ways similar Um, hairlines similar hairline um yes Hour two ray phoenix versus john moxley (laughs) With, now I'm just
3: imagining Eddie like with his mom and dad be like, "Are you proud of me, guys?"
1: That's the CTE. That's how everybody sounds, <laughs> to Eddie Kingston. Uh, yeah. Hour two. Ray Phoenix beat John Moxley twice in one match. Uh, in a spectacularly bizarre. Uh, uh, Phoenix dropped Moxley on his head. One, two. John does not kick out, and the referee stops. And the the number one rule. In wrestling, when you are a referee, is you call everything as if it's real. It's up to the wrestler to get their shoulder up. It's up to the wrestler to know what's going on. Uh, You really expose the business when you do that. Season referees should know that shit. Uh, So Phoenix just does the spot again and and pins Moxley. Uh, Samoa Joe cut a a very funny little promo on MJF. We got a pre-taped thing with the Kingdom and the Hardys and the Best Friends and... Vincent and that other dude who look like uh, they're on, you know, wrestling in a state fair somewhere, uh, promoting their Rampage match, which is weird because the Kingdom left Roderick Strong earlier in the night to get to the arena to compete at Grand Slam. So I guess we're just admitting that Rampage is taped. Um, Tony Storm took on Soraya. Tony Storm's entrance with this Hollywood, you know, starlet thing is fantastic. Uh, The match less than fantastic i think the crowd was confused as to who they were supposed to cheer for since tony was kind of positioned as the heel but then uh they decided they want to cheer her because she's entertaining and uh it was neither fish nor foul Uh, and then in the main event mjf the biggest baby face on planet earth uh beat samoa joe this was a super fun match the the pile driver on the outside uh spot looked really good him going for the ring i will I praise the aw production crew the shot they got of max pulling the ring out smiling at the camera like bugs bunny and putting on his finger was was fantastic they they definitely caught that moment um winning by choking out joe with the ring tape and fulfilling his baby face promise amazing adam cole injuring himself by jumping from the ring to the ground uh the chef's kiss on the end of a fantastic night scott before your phone dies what do you think hour two
2: Hey, how'd you know my phone was dying? Because um, it's a day of the week. Look, this Phoenix Moxley match—I thought it was really good. Shit, there was moments where I thought it was great, especially the beginning. And there's a moment in the beginning where Phoenix jumps off of the entrance ramp, and I think—and I think, oh man, that might have knocked Moxley a little silly. And I know a lot of people are saying it's the ending, but I no, think no, it was it's that the-
0: spot. It was that spot.
2: Yeah, man, I think he, he got knocked silly like three times. I think the referee situation, because I thought about it a lot today, and the ref, the referee situation is that I, I'm so lenient, and you never want to see someone get reprimanded. But what do you actually do in this situation? Like You have to reprimand this guy because Moxley is saying, call the audible because I'm hurt. And then, one, you fuck up, obviously, the pin, and then we're all taken out of the match because we're confused as to why you stopped. But then, too, you you allow Ray Phoenix to do another move uh, and another move that involves him landing on his head. So, yeah. man, I thought that shit was, like, really just boo, boo, boo. I hated that that had to happen. And it's one of those situations where you just go, hands are tied, dude. We got to, like, suspend you because uh, what the fuck, guy? uh other than that i mean i like ray phoenix being the champ it was a surprise but i also really think that wasn't supposed to happen either so i don't know what they do next but it it was a cool surprise but obviously unfortunate how it happened but i did like the match and the women's match i liked it more than i thought i was going to um even though it you know it didn't do a lot for me i just think storm is a lot of fun and there was chances where i thought maybe she was going to win which I got excited every time that happened which means I like her. So that's good. And I thought the main event was unbelievable. I thought there was really cool moments Samoa Joe doing um hurting MJF's back on the um on the apron in a way that I haven't seen before was really wild. MJF is so good at selling. He's so good at a lot of things people don't give him credit for. Yeah, just thought it was really kick-ass with a great finish, and I feel bad that Adam Cole might be legit hurt now because he's walking on crutches because he jumped off the ramp a-, a little too high for him.
1: Mike, I can hear you smiling from here. What did you think of hour two?
3: I, I I genuinely feel bad about both the injuries. He, 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 they are two of my least favorite guys. That sucks. You don't want to see anyone get hurt. Um, but I 100% agree with Scott. I thought it was uh, – Fucking disgusting and irresponsible to let a guy that was knocked out to move. I mean, I know clearly it was like the ref was like, Well, he's not bleeding yet. So I know the match isn't supposed to be over. <laughs> You're <such an> <laughs> but at the same time, man, it's if someone's out cold, fucking bring in medical, man. Don't keep the match going. That was, it was, yeah, it was r- grossly irresponsible. Um, and I think they said that, uh, he just got a concussion and he should be okay, which is good. Uh, but that, that should not be happening. Um, you know, it, yeah, it, like you said, it, 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 it takes you out of it, uh, in terms of the, the kayfabe, which we know doesn't really exist, but like, you know, I, I have to watch kickouts after this, knowing that a dude didn't kick out and was pinned for more than three. It, yeah the whole thing was just a mess but the the biggest issue of it was the the negligence uh and then uh yeah the main event I mean that dude, you know i'll I'll say this for Coleman, man dude the, the fucking probe because you could see he was in pain and he just kept going uh through it uh but yeah man what a transformation for for mjf uh you know if I had a magazine of the 500 top wrestlers. I might even put them first. Uh <laughs> but no, I mean it's it's pretty incredible. The most despised heel and I know it's his backyard, but I mean, he's getting these reactions everywhere, man. It's uh pretty great. Um and uh the thing with, you know, Joe's still still got uh you know, That fucking beast mode, and uh, yeah, this was a great match. I thought that this overall, I'd say, dynamite. This this was a good show. I mean, but you know, like I said, we know they can do this. This is what they do well. It's all the other things. It's the building and everything. You know, they got a pay per view in ten days, which for Tony's promotional time is two years. But still, it's like, and look, Wrestle Dream will probably be good, but they just don't know how to make the road there entertaining.
1: Dan, what'd you think of Hour Two? Um I
0: I thought it was good, man. I thought the Joe uh MJF match was great. I think Tony Storm is, is over as this character and they should they're just they should, it's just like just having like she's probably the first like over female wrestler they've had since Jade you know, or it's the most defined
3: character they've ever had.
0: It's the most defined. Well, it's, it's just I'm just talking about like being like super over. Yeah, yeah. You know, like I I don't think we've seen anything like that since Jade. Um. Yeah. I mean, you know, we always say this before. We've said this constantly, but you know, everyone's like, oh, well, you know, the women's division of WWE is so much better than AEW is. That's true, but so is the referee division, <laughs> and that's just because like. You know, it, it's just with, with AEW, man. And that was one of the few want guys I liked. And that was such a bad, a bad call. You know, like you either have guys that are goofing out there trying to be the star of the match, or you have guys who are, you know, are fuck fucking it up, man. So it's like you'll get WWE. I can't tell you one fucking WWE referee's name, Jessica Carr. Everybody out there's the guy who looks like the guy from Jersey Boys. Uh, and then there's a few other people, but they're short, they're fit. They run around, they kind of like do their job and you don't fucking know who they are. And that's kind of what referees should be. Sure, there's Earl Hebner. Sure, there's red shoes. There's exceptions. You know, you can, in AEW, okay, you have Aubrey Edwards. You can have her. All right, she's the exception. But everybody else, you know, just kind of, your your job is to keep the trains trains on the track and, and not take away from... Uh, the the it factor of your superstars and i I don't think that there's a real i i I don't know i i I just i think like in aew it's like everybody everybody gets to get over if they want to no matter what they're doing at least for a week but not really because we'll never follow up on it you know it's just it's an it's just like one of the mickey mouse things i think about that promotion is is the you're also
3: supposed to just fucking protect guys
0: yeah and it's like, you know, after that, it's like your moxie of you one of the guys is one of your one of your top, you know, at least he's the top paid guys. I, mean, I don't really know if he draws really anymore, but he's one of your top paid guys. And yeah, it's just but, you know, this is what happens, man. Like, the top, you know, this is like my 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 like, um, you know, because of Tony Ta- Khan's leadership, this is basically like a teacher getting away with like playing a video every day in class, you know, this is that the referee version of that, you know, so uh, it's, it's just gone on for too long and, you know, they need to fix it.
1: All right. Well, that's uh, that's dynamite or dud. So we'll do high spot, low spot, and then uh, plug some stuff and, and get on out of there. Scott, what's your high spot, low spot of the week?
2: Low spot is, um, well, it, you know, obviously you gotta say releases, right? But other than that, it's also uh, Jade Cargill leaving AEW to go to WWE because I think she's awesome and I love her, and I will miss her. My high spot is uh, Osprey and Marafuji uh, fought in uh, Pro Wrestling Noah on Sunday morning, and man, it was such a fun match. Really cool to see uh, Marafuji's a legend. Will Ospreay idolizes him. He has nothing to do with pro wrestling. Noah, obviously, and uh, New Japan let him do that. So Osprey's just having a hell of a year. Um, and it was really, really, really fun to see. That he's, you know, he's 30 years old and now he's already having, um, you know, the matches of uh, putting over legends who used to be able to go. He's just like a trusted veteran at this point that's
0: not a uh, new japan corner for a second scott have you heard maybe yeah, like, there's a match well this isn't really new japan but there's, there's apparently just some match with suzuki on a japanese bullet train oh yeah I yeah. Did it's see like, that. What yeah it was like what it was is like that a
2: half hour long too i don't know i saw a pile driver and some chops it's so it's a crazy. crowded
0: bullet train as well very bizarre very bizarre
2: yeah, it's like I think that's how they do promotion over there for things, you know? They're like selling a new like uh like tuna sandwich and so they have guys <laughs> fight
0: possibly.
1: All right, Dan, high spot low spot.
0: Uh, high spot. You know, I th- I thought the Joe MJF match was really good. Um yeah I mean you know I I I watched a little bit of the Netflix show which everybody's been talking about that seems pretty decent.
1: Scott and I covered that for the patreon this past weekend for those you of you go. who uh haven't listened to it yet we reviewed the first two episodes. oh yeah
2: that's a good one
0: check it out well, Low spot I mean obviously obviously all the releases like like Scott's saying but um I I I, I, I the silver wine in that I think a lot of those guys will, will be all right.
1: all right mike high spot low spot
0: um my my low
3: spot is the the ref thing i just you know after the fucking hardy Guevara thing like to let a thing continue like that is just for any company let alone a professional one on tv they should be fucking embarrassed of themselves but the opposite of embarrassment my high spot uh tony dancing with danny garcia baby yeah, oh, no. this is the best. Oh no, my for, god, for Tony to overcome the trauma and life-threatening moment of last <laughs> month, and to learn to love wrestling again and dance in front of us, this makes me happy, man. You know, he 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 took back the night. He showed the gorilla whose position it is, and he's back in fucking charge.
1: Fantastic. Uh, all right. My uh, my spot. Uh, the the releases, obviously. The the other part of the releases thing is the people online who were angry at people that were not released, and oh. they're like, I can't believe Apollo wasn't fired, or I can't believe our truth wasn't fired. Like, guys, it, I we get there's there's a fun element to who's going to be on what company or whatever. It's their jobs, it's their livelihood. That's not great. I feel bad for some of the folks that now have to see nia Jax back on on raw in such a prominent position given the the recklessness that she had before and you have people that were working hard to get on there and now the, you know they're out because they're not you know related to the rock um my high spot the wait
3: what, wait, wait robert I... robert that was an amazing pivot where you're like they're people with jobs and you're like yes fuck
1: her
0: pretty much yes
1: well no because i think wait. these are people who who We're not fired for cause, Mike. That's the difference.
0: Is Kevin Dunn still there? That's my big
1: question. Of course, Kevin Dunn's still there. Of course, he is, Dan. That's ridiculous. (laughs) Also, he's not a talent, so I could be happy when he's fucking gone. Uh, No, the the Nia Jax thing is because she was basically released for cause because people are like, she's really reckless. We don't want to work with her. None of these folks that were released. because they were unsafe in the ring or unprofessional or did anything to warrant losing their position that was the difference in the pivot on there mike um my my high spot uh was last week seeing uh the rock do the surprise return on smackdown uh the the massive social media numbers that it got it was cool to see it on college uh, college game day the next day saturday morning um it's it's just fun when he shows up i know certain people uh, who are you know on this show this week think it's ridiculous that he just comes back and squashes a young guy like Austin Theory, but in my opinion, just Theory getting a chance to be in the ring with the Rock and part of that segment, guys, guys, is a win Austin for
0: him. Theory is done anyway. Yeah, so he, a, but he got that moment. It's not is he has not been able to like it hasn't worked out. The experiment hasn't worked out.
1: I, th- I think he, he's still got time.
0: Oh come on, you're just a shell for WWE. It's Grayson he, Waller, he, man. He, Get he
3: kept his Grayson job, Dan.
1: He, he kept, That's yes, he, he kept his job. uh He's still there. I, I think he's, died. there's still something to theory. He'll figure it out. But just him getting well, I, a I, up with R- the Robert,
3: Rock the I, I completely disagree with you. I don't think it, how did it help Eric Rowan? How did it help Rusev? It doesn't help those guys. It just makes them look like chumps and bitches that they can't get any offense in and the dude just beats them.
1: Yeah, but it's the Rock.
3: Yeah, but it doesn't help them. It helps the rock. It
1: helps- it, it drew a hundred million views. It doesn't matter if it helped theory. According to Dan, he's dead. But you and done just said anyway. it did. No, I said th- being in the ring with the Rock, having that moment with him, elevates him to some degree. It. It's not like when it was like they bring back the honky tonk man and he lays out Heath Slater. You're still in there with the Rock. You're interacting with the Rock. That's all that really matters at that moment to the to the audience. They're not looking at it as is now. Lesser thanks. he got his ass kicked by the Rock. It's Theory was toe to toe with the Rock. What an interesting moment! Um, but you know, we'll see. It was still. Uh,
0: I think Mike's disagreeing with you, though.
1: I, I know he's disagreeing with me. I'm disagreeing I'm with him. Disagreeing I'm saying to me, I think it'll win. Jew, Jew fight,
0: Jew fight. <laughs> <laughs>
3: hey, let's start this new year off right. <laughs> yes, that's right. I do not
1: want to, ha- uh, but uh, I still got Yum Kipper to atone for anything I say to Mike. Uh, a bunch and of
0: Yum Kaputzes over here. If you, ask me. you know what you're going to apologize for,
3: Robert? Your shitty opinion.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, that's uh, that's fair. That's, us- that's usually the top of my uh, atonement list is uh, anything I say here on WrestleRose or anything I say on the WrestleRose Patreon, uh, which we'll have a great episode up for you this weekend. And on the Something to Sports Entertainment with Tier, where I talk about Raw on Monday, you can follow me on Twitter at WWCreativeISH. Scott, what do you want to plug?
2: Oh, I'm going to plug in your phone first
1: oh, uh, no, no, Sorry, Scott. Scott's in robot mode. Oh, Scott no. has another podcast. Uh, go go listen to that uh, out for smokes. I, I know it's out for smokes. I was going to go plug it. It's the best horror podcast out there. Out for smokes. With Scott <laughs> Chaplin. Uh, Mike, TV what are you
3: Records in studio for quality?
1: Yes, he goes into a studio for quality here. He's uh, clearly in that submarine that exploded under the water. Uh, Mike, what do you want to plug?
0: God, has to
3: get better. Yeah, I'm on the road. Uh, I'm I'm opening up for Pete Davidson in different places. Uh, but you could look at uh, see where he's going on Ticketmaster and stuff. But uh, to I'll be in Vegas uh this Saturday. The last time I was in Vegas was Double or Nothing with uh, Scott and Dan. So um, you know, but this time I will be on a stage as big as Conrad. Oh.
1: Uh. Actually, Mike was our high spot last week because Mike got to perform uh, with Patton Oswald, which was pretty uh, incredible.
3: Yeah, this uh, this last Sunday I did, uh, and I've never had, and he sat and watched my set, and it was fucking great. But uh, apparently he just got released from WWE. Ah!
0: <laughs> uh,
1: that's a that's he'll be fine he'll uh, he knows people at impact him and dreamer can go to the same fast food restaurant you no know, <laughs> he
0: did wonders with that ratatouille
1: gimmick i'll say that and uh hey dan do you have anything you want to promote oh you
0: know funny you should mention that robert um uh, i i i am a regular host of it of a horror podcast uh, where we're moving horror movies we have bobcat goldwaite this week it's uh called the it couple Check that out. I do it with my wife. I'm going to be at the Fairfield Comedy Club, Fairfield Comedy Circle this Saturday night at 7 p.m. Tickets still available, Rhode Island Comedy Festival. I'm headlining that in two weeks in between it, which is next weekend, I'll be at Laughs in Seattle before I open for the great Dan Soder yet again. So uh, things are happening. My special will be coming out at either the end of this year or early next year.
1: Life is a miracle. All right. Russell
3: Rose support the comedians who support comedians on the road. (laughs) (laughs) Are we stars? No. But we're friends with them.
0: (laughs) Russell Rose.
2: All right. uh,
0: Russell Rose. Someone thinks us we're funny. (laughs) Jeez. Um.
1: Russell right, well,
3: roast.
0: Uh, your ten minutes was pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> Russell roast is. Thank God they know final draft. Yeah,
3: I, I I go out and just do the same thing every night for fifteen minutes. So uh, call me Orange Cassidy.
0: Ooh,
3: rough.
1: Scott, you want to you want to end this thing? Wash your hands. Wash your hands. I love you guys. Hey. <laughs> <laughs>